I mean, but you can't go bad. I mean, you can't go wrong with like General So, like from Mm-mm. the Chinese food restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Where was it? Was it? Was it Danny's or something? Did you? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh huh. It's actually called Ribs and Things. Oh, across the street. Yeah. <laughs> yes, still, yes, I, that one. Yes. I still ain't yeah, trying yeah, nothing from. I still ain't trying nothing from them. I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna have to test it out. I know. I was nervous at first, but um, we had to get for the photo shoot that I did. We had to uh-huh. get um fries and uh half and halves, mm. and I had the fries and the drinks popping. I mean, you can't go wrong with fries though. But of course not. Of course not. It was good. So. So look, we's gonna get into it right now. I already okay. got it online right here. Regular Convos, another edition of Regular Convos, episode four, I believe. And it's of course it's your man DH and friends and tonight's friend. We got my girl Caitlin. Caitlin, hey. what's up? Hey. <laughs> now Caitlin, <laughs> I got I gotta go through your illustrious uh bio. Oh, give me no give me a second. Let me pull it up. I'm pulling it up right now. Miss oh, Caitlin Alfred, who has a knack for winning. She's a creative director, <laughs> a producer. Stylist, costume designer, um, and the host of two podcasts right now. You want to shout them out? Yes. So, shout out to Just Call It Brunch. Yeah. um, With Brandon and Jasmine. Um, And then also um, Rappers Different podcast featuring myself and Just Flo. So, yeah, those are my. Yo, you all over the place, man. Man, listen, I told God last year. Like, okay, God, like, I really want to be busy. Like, I want to I wanna work. I want to do stuff. I want, you know, to be able to really pursue the things that I want to. And when I tell you I didn't think it was going to happen so fast, yeah. young, like, my head is swimming, like, to the point where it's, it's tough. But I'm doing it. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, you just had the, the, the what was it, cuffing season, right? Yeah, so cuffing a black love story. Yeah, yeah. man. Yo, that was... That was love. Please tell me. Please tell the people about that who don't have, oh, don't know wow. about that. Oh wow! Um. So yeah. So for those people who follow me on Instagram or just so happen to follow my friends on Instagram, I'm sure you were getting flooded on Valentine's Day with not just pictures of people's bays and stuff like that, but a whole bunch of pictures from myself. Um. So cuffing a black love story is basically um, a photo. I call it a visual narrative. Yeah. So it basically follows this couple. Um. I call the guy him. And I call the girl her because I feel like it could be any person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there is no name. I don't want to attach anything to it. But basically, what I wanted to do was to showcase black young people in a positive light when it came, excuse me, to love. I feel like so many times we're in an era now of the beef, the drama, the tumultuous relationships, the his, he said, she said, the cheating, the nice. bitter black woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I wanted to be able to show that yes those things happen because we're we're human and you know what i mean all those things but at the same time like it's not meant to be glorified and i wanted to show how beautiful not only who we are um who, how beautiful we really are but at the same time to show them that like we're capable of loving like it doesn't look crazy for a man to really be in love with the woman and he don't have to be like super hard it look like, nat- you know like it looked like, natural like it looked like how exactly. it's supposed to look exactly yeah. like in and fun fact, shout out to Samira and Tariq because they are the most professional people I've ever met in my life. Um, Tariq and I work together. Okay. Um, Samira is a friend of the photographer who also happens to be my aunt. Shout out to Kia. Um, shout out. And the two of them had never met each other. That was the first time. Like the Yo. first time they were in front of the camera, They that was it. Slim, hold up. I definitely thought they was going. Like I, I definitely thought it was like an engagement shoot or like they was going together. No, yo, that's no. That's I literally sucks. picked the two of them and was like, "Y'all are beautiful. I love y'all. <laughs> y'all are not like light skin. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right, right, not right. no shade to light skin people. I am light skin, but right. like I wanted to be able to to show people that black is beautiful. Like no yeah. matter what shade it is, and we are capable of loving each other. So. Yeah, they did not know each other. They are true consummate professionals and just amazing. I love them. I had so much fun. Slim, that's dope. Let me tell y'all something right now. Caitlin, I believe, is similar to me. Like every time I look up, she's always doing something. So like whether it's in the whether it's getting people, you know, style, whether it's in the photo studio, whether it's, 
just like just she just all over the place. And I love that. Whether it's hosting game shows, like yeah, <laughs> like that joint was love, man. I that's why I'm I so glad. that's why I had to that's why I had to bring you on tonight. So we can Thank just chop you. it up. Got a couple things going on. We just gonna have a regular convo. You know how we cool. You eating right now? I'm pouring I up am. right now. I got a little uh, what am I drinking? Some uh, Rosso, some uh, semi sweet red. You know what I'm Come saying? On. I'm just chilling, man. Just trying to get my blood right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so we just <laughs> we just cool tonight. And make sure y'all uh, hit up, hit me up on uh, all social media websites or social media sites rather at dh underscore mvjor. And you can also check the hashtag regular convos um, and stay in touch. And, and then uh, give them yours because yours is kind of. Let me see. I got it right here. It's okay. sincerely C Danny. Is that it? Yes. Spell sincerely for the folks because they be messing it up. Sincerely. S I N C E R E L Y. Sincerely. Amen. Yes, Bless that's 10 God. points. That's 10 points for your boy. That was. Okay. Couple vowels in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> sincerely see Danny on all social media uh, yes. platforms. Definitely hit her up. And we're going to get into a little more of what she does um, as far as, you know, her, her styling game and all that. But before we begin, I got to tell y'all. My Caitlyn story, okay? Aww. And I don't even know if Caitlyn knows this story. She doesn't. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so as I told y'all before, we both work on a brilliant new startup show called Brunch yes. and Series. You know shout out to the Brunch and family. Yes. Big shouts out to Brunch and. We had uh, my guy Dorian Davis on a couple episodes ago to talk about it. One of the creators and producers of other, other programs. So we had him on to talk about it. But that's basically how me and Caitlyn met. So flashback. We link up, like everybody, um, the production staff had knew everybody, and then the cast had knew everybody, but I don't think each other had met. So yeah. I get a communication from Caitlin, hey, you know, um, I'm the wardrobe coordinator, um, and I want to link and set up a time so that uh, we can go and check out some wardrobe at the crib. So she, so it was like basically she would come through and uh, give me a consultation, see what I got, see what works for the show, see what doesn't. So mind you, I'm like, all right, cool. So I followed everybody from the series. And it was another young lady that had a similar name to yours. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. This young lady who I've like just know, and I had to, and like, y'all, I'm married. So if I got any woman coming by the house, I got to tell her, hey, babe, this is the young lady coming through the house. She works on the show, XYZ, this, that, and third. All right, cool. So she was home. So doorbell rings, you text me, like, I'm outside, da da da. Like, where you park? You're like, right there. I was like, cool, it won't take long. <laughs> so she gets to the door, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And she just walks in. And I'm like, Slim, this not the girl I I'm I'm expecting to see, you. <laughs> like, like Kaylin, you gotta understand, right? Cause I definitely saw you walking. I was like, oh snap, I don't know this girl. I was like, <laughs> I don't know who this person is. <laughs> I like you definitely and it's not even like these two people look the same you know what I'm talking about right mm-hmm. it's like y'all don't even look the same so I'm expecting that and you walk in I'm like okay what should I do like should I call somebody like I don't even know what's going <laughs> on so you come in and everything's cool and we vibe whatever mm-hmm. and it's all good so then you leave and I said she was my wife first person says that don't look like the girl you showed me <laughs> I was like, so then, so like she knew everything was all good, but then it made me look suspect because she was like, oh, I mean, who, you know what I'm saying? Like who, Right. you don't know, what is this, what type of production is this? You don't even know what's going on, X, Y, Z, this, and the third. So it was wild because like I didn't know and like I had no idea. So I had to tell her, I was like, it's two of y'all, they ain't the same. And because she does, she did the same thing. Right. Oh, okay. I know. Now you know. The light bulb went off. <laughs> Yo, it was so funny. I said, I said, I'm going to wait, and I'm going to tell her that story. And that I said, I'm going to save it to her. And that, I promise you, that was the, so that's how me and Caitlin met. Like, that's, that abrupt meeting, like, happened mm-hmm. like that. And it was yep. hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. And when I tell you I was weak, I was like, Slim, I, I've got to check myself. I don't even know who coming up in my crib, Slim. <laughs> Listen, it's a lesson in everything, okay? It is. It is a lesson. And I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't like something too crazy. Like Right. Like you ain't come in like just wilding or whatever. Like we have right. been buddy buddy for years. Like he came in real mm-hmm. professional. Hey, I'm this mm-hmm. and the third. I'm not gonna be here long. I'm trying to do this and the third. Cool. Mm-hmm. And the whole time you hear, I'm like, Slim, is this girl really supposed to be here? 
Like, is this <laughs> like is this the girl that's supposed to be in the crib? Like for real. But it was like it was like after like uh the third outfit, I was like, all right, well, if she is or she isn't, this was going this what I'm wearing, so it don't matter. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got strangers walking in your house, child. Don't even realize. What's it. that song? There's a stranger in Okay. My listen. <laughs> it took, took a while, while to figure <laughs> it out. It sure did. Okay, that'll preach, honey. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my hilarious. god, may I miss someone else. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man, <okay. laughs> that's funny. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I just had to tell y'all that story, man. It was just that's wild. Funny. That was the uh first time I met Kaylin. And we've been tight ever since, man. Kaylin keep me calm on set, mo. Like for real. I'm so bad. Cause she know how I am. Mm-hmm. And like she just keep me calm. And I think like I, I when I met you, I was like, yo, she got an old soul. Like I do. Like slim, like <laughs> We'll be out at functions. Caitlyn come in, right? She come in, just start pop locking, dancing. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm like, okay, Caitlyn's here, Slim. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, the, oh, the party's starting right now? Okay, right now? All right, cool, bet. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, Caitlyn got an old soul, so she she cool. She cool to, to hang out with and cool to be around. So when I post some of these events, y'all, y'all got to make sure y'all come out and uh, holler Please. my girl Caitlyn and check her out. Man. Please. Yes. Please do. Now, Caitlyn, I got a few questions, all right? Me being on the plus okay. side, I'm a bigger guy, all right? Mm-hmm. So... I want you to tell me why style is important, especially now, like even in the social media age right now. Mm-hmm. Well, so the thing that I tell people all the time is people have to understand the difference between like style and fashion okay. because people get those things confused often. Um, they can't be used necessarily interchangeably, but they often get used interchangeably. Yeah. Um, so fashion is really one of those things where it is something that's followed. Um, it's something that's studied. It's something that kind of has a historical base to it. Um, and it's one of those things that I feel like is, mm, I want to say it's more influenced by outside parties. Yeah. Um, or from like, quote unquote, the powers that be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but with style, style is a thing that um, it's really all your own. Some people, and it's, it's really about taste and personal taste at that. Yeah. So while some things, and sometimes people can definitely wear things that are like corny or like, like you know what I mean? That <laughs> don't fit their body types or whatever right. the case may be. But like your style is all you. And if you like wearing it, if you feel most comfortable in, you know, whatever it is that you wear or however it is that you wear it, then go for it. I think, you know, there's definitely ways for it to be tweaked. So that way, um, you know, if you are one for like more vibrant colors, there's ways to make that work without, you know, you looking super duper crazy or mm-hmm. uh, ways to implement print if that's something you're into as well. Um, or even being um, some people are super duper slim and some people are, you know, more on the full or plus size. And you can pretty much get away with anything. It all depends on how it's done. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And. Um, how it's done has a lot more, in my opinion, to do with style um, and figuring out what works best for you and how comfortable you are. Um, I feel like it's important, of course, to have those people who are tastemakers and who are trend followers um, and trendsetters. I feel like trendsetters are the people that help to keep um, the industry kind of moving. Yeah, moving um, forward. And help, exactly, and allow, like, people's um sense of style to kind of change and evolve over time um and then the trend followers of course are the ones who are soaking these things up so when it comes to um like wardrobe in terms of retail and stuff like that like there are going to be high end places where those trendsetters are buying those things and then after a certain amount of time those trend followers are going to be the ones who are shopping you know at the lower end places but they may end up getting um kind of like the duplicates or the copies um of those things from like fast fashion places from like azara or h&m or forever 21 you know what i mean but they're able to get the same thing and it's kind of becomes like this cool trickle down effect um that allows people to everyone to kind of get in on it so I think it's dope. You know what? I think it's great. I, like, for me, like, style has been not hard. Well, it's a little bit a little difficult because I'm a bigger dude. So, like, mm-hmm. it's like I didn't learn some stuff until, like, we linked up. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, snap. I can wear this. I can get away with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think even even with, like, becoming older and, like, having a family and stuff like that, you get 
complacent and like what you yeah. wear. You don't take a lot of risks, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that could be used for like many different things. You like to be comfortable, you know what I'm saying? So yep. it's like, I ain't take no risks. I was like, yeah. so you won't catch me out here. But now I got some stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I'm a little stylish now. Yes, you know do saying? it. I'll be feeling it, you know what I mean? I yeah. I think it's important though, like for real, like anybody that has any intentions on like being a mover and a shaker, like Slim, mm-hmm. you gotta have, you gotta look right, like. Yep. You gotta yep. have something. And it's okay. And it's okay to not to cut you off. Yep. But it's okay to, um, and that to me that's the cool thing about style as well is that you don't have to like fashion tells you to buy high end. Yeah. Where style tells you. You can get that same look, but I don't have to, if I choose to, and I don't have to spend an arm and a leg to recreate this look. I can do it on my own terms and in my own kind of way and, you know what I mean, and make it for me, make it work for who I am and for my lifestyle and whatever the case may be. How has, like, all right, so when I sit back and think, so, like, you a music head just like me. Mm -hmm. So think about, like, how music has like influenced style or vice versa so like you remember like in the 2000s where like everything was huge Mm -hmm. or was a jersey like Mm -hmm. i remember at one time like in high school i had like literally like 20 jerseys like Mm -hmm. i was taking my little money that i made working at bj's okay and going to buy jerseys mo like and then it was jerseys of like teams that wouldn't even rocking so like i was just buying jerseys but just because Exactly, exactly. Cause my man Nelly was out here, you know, eyeing. You know what I'm saying? Doing okay. the chicken head. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bought me a St. Louis Cardinals jersey. I ain't never been to St. Louis. Listen, no, have I seen a Cardinal? Why would I? I ain't but even, why did you do it? You know, cause I was trying to keep up. Yeah, People, that's. I mean, a lot of times that's what it is when it comes to, and that's the thing that I love the most about music. Yeah, I think it's not just the art of it, but it's the culture as well, and it goes even as far back as like. Like the early, it's so funny because if Addie ends up listening to this, when she ends up listening to this, right. hey girl, she always makes Shout fun out. of, well, we all, we had like this inside joke um, mm-hmm. about that song. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like even back to like that time, like where the, the ragtime era was a thing that yeah. was, you know, the early 1920s um, and like the flapper styles and stuff like that, like their their connection to music was interesting because the reason that a lot of those women wore the fringe and stuff like that was so that they looked super flashy when these crazy piano cadences and this really interesting way that people sang um, so that they would grab the attention of those people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like that's the same way if you even look at like the 2000s. Like you needed to feel comfortable. You wanted to like everybody had to have at least Two pair of Air Force Ones. Like, you oh, know what I'm saying? Slim. It was a thing. Slim. I, I had three. So you had like a white pair, a black mm-hmm. pair, and then a pair with colors. Yeah. So it'd be the color that you rock primarily, you know what I'm saying? But you like you yep. had to have some Air Force Ones. And yep. I had a bunch of bandanas. Like, Slim, what was I on? Yeah. Like, well, you that's, thought I was in the gang, Slim. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing I love. It's like when you think about music, you also think about fashion and what that felt like. Right. Like to me, music. And again, that's really why I love both of them. Um, is that when you think about one, you either think about the other or you think about this feeling with a sense of nostalgia, no matter how long ago it was. Yeah. And, um, it kind of takes you to a place and visually you either think about, all right, where, what was I wearing? Where was I, what were me and my friends doing? And then it causes you to think about like, at least for me, I'm super detailed. So yeah. I'm the one who's like, I can, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can like, but it's crazy. Like I can go back to a place, like, you know, just think about something from my past or whatever. And I smell what it smelled like. Mm-hmm. Like I can see, I can feel like that's all that. And I feel like that's what, um, you know, fashion and music does. I feel like it's definitely when you, all right, let's play a little game real fast. Right. I'm down for games. Let's go. Okay. So when I give you the artist, or a song, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to to think or to tell me like immediately what fashion thing you think of. And it's gonna be pretty iconic, okay. right? Okay. Um, but all right, unfortunately, you know, he's going through a little bit of something, something, but it's okay. So when I say Michael Jackson, what do you think of? Oh wow, the the gloves. Right. Or, and the, okay. And, and the shoes too. Okay, and the thriller jacket, yes. right? Boom. Okay. When you think of hmm. Selena, what do you who do you think like what do you think of? 
ooh, like sequin dresses. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So what about Ja Rule? <laughs> Beaters and and bandanas. Yes. Oh, these are all controversial except for Selena. Yes. Um, let me think. Who else? Okay. Um, what about Future? Oh man. No, no. I take it back. I take okay. it back. How about me, the Migos? That's a little easier. I think. I think about jewelry. Jewelry okay. and like uh, Versace, 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 Versace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I feel like okay. And then maybe let's say one more for good measure. Let's say mm, Ice Cube. Oh man, dark colors, black, kind of tough. You know what I'm saying? And I think of, I think of hats. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, the Raiders hats. Raiders gear. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I just feel like that's that's it. Like you can clearly associate, you know, different things, different trends to music. And I think that is what makes fashion so cool when it comes to like syncing it with different things, whether it's history or music or whatever the case. I think that's just it's dope. And I think that's a part of the reason I love it. And I love like costume design and creative direction because you're able to with with costume designing, you're able to figure out about those specific characters and where they're from, what they look like, yeah. um, what are the things, what are the types of music that they listen they to, the whole what identity. do they do for fun? Yeah. yeah, yes, like fashion is is worthy of that too. Like you can figure out who a person is based on what they wear. You know, mm-hmm. it's dope. It's super dope. Slim, you know what? You're pretty good at this, man. Listen, like I just try. segues and doing it on the fly, man. You're pretty good. I think hey. that, I think there's a future in this for you. Listen, <laughs> me after, Listen, you're not after, the first person to tell right. me that. You me really saying aren't. this after, after four episodes, right? Like I'm a professional. Uh-huh. Nah, but I, but you know what? It's funny you say that about fashion because, like, you think about it. Most iconic things in your life is f- based around some sort of fashion, right? Uh-huh. So when you get married, right? White r- wedding dress. You know what I'm saying? Tuxedos or suits, like whatever. It's like that, those images last forever in your memories. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Easter. You know what I'm saying? For yep. those church folks, you know, you get decked out for Easter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, you know how fashion just coincides, like especially men's fashion with like baby showers. You know, every dude owns a Burberry yep. shirt. Right. Uh, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> the Prada sneakers. Yeah. Yo, Slim. I'm so weak. That's so funny. Slim, I'm saving. I, I'm I'm going to buy a Burberry shirt for you. Better my baby shower, and keep the tradition alive, Slim. You should. And I oh got some. God, pro- I got some products already. You okay. know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get the Burberry shirt, and I'm, so I'm, weak. I'm gonna rock that joint just to keep up with the status quo. You know what I mean? You better, and y'all better take a bomb picture too. Oh, you know we will, Slim. We got <laughs> in front of that, in front of the sequin wall <laughs> with the prom pose. Right, exactly. <laughs> like Slim, you're about to have a baby, young. Huh? You're not going to the prom, right. bro. Right, listen. <laughs> but nah, That's... but like for real, like style goes with like everything, man. And it's mm-hmm. and it's crazy because like I didn't even realize like how weak my style. Well, I wouldn't say my style is weak. My style is just comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My style is just comfortable. But what I realized after after a consultation with Caitlin, which you can do <laughs> right now at CaitlinAlfred.com and on. set something up. Uh, Come on and plug. I, you know what? Plug. <laughs> <laughs> you the plug for real. What I learned was that w- even with my size and my confidence, like Slim, I can take risks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not scared to wear nothing because I know I can, like, overcome it. And I think that's what yeah. comes with the confidence, too. And I think a lot of times with style and fashion, like, you get a confidence boost when you get compliments. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. And you feel yep. like you can do what you need to do. Um, and, and it and it helps set the tone for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bright colors. When I when I wear bright colors, I normally have good days. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel like being bothered, um, I'm wearing dark colors most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it like it it coincides with it. And I know we may be getting a little a little off the reservation for lack of better words, like getting kind of deep with mm-hmm. with it. But like. I think it all goes, it all coincides with each other. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of them things that's like, what people always say, when you look better or you look good, you feel good. You know what I mean? You look better, you feel better. And um, that's a great thing. And just even, you know, speaking to you specifically, I think um, a lot of brands have gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um, we still have to work with the high-end ones. Mm-hmm. But the ones that, um, you know, we can 
afford a little bit easy, more easily, mm-hmm. um, have done a lot better job with um, not only looking out for women with um, that are plus size or more full-figured women, um, but they're also doing an, a, a lot better job with more um, full-figured men as well. Yeah. They're really trying. There are a lot of people who are really trying at this point. Now, I have a lot of figures, Slim. I have a whole right. lot of figures. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> <Okay>. full figures. <laughs> I'm so weak. Um, but yeah, like they, I mean, they're really doing a, a, a lot better job. I think, you know, with certain companies and stuff like that, they still got to like work on the cuts and stuff like that to yeah. make sure um, that they fit everybody. But they're doing a really great job. I want to shout out um, just like for inspiration purposes, like for more of um, the full figure guys, there's a bunch of like hashtags and stuff like that i know um just even if you were to go on instagram and um and hashtag i think it's like or check the hashtag like plus size men or plus size fashion okay um is more the overall joint um let's see um asos plus asos is one of your, our spots shout out to asos holding me down ASOS since, is since 19 uh i'm sorry 2018 since holding me down <laughs> <laughs> um hashtag men's plus size hashtag men's fashion like all of those things are really great there's a couple other um uh like pages and stuff like that that are really dope um when it comes to that too but yeah just i mean a lot of people i've done a a lot better um with just making sure they look out for everybody and that's always been an important thing because i feel like they're all there's Always room for growth and improvement, Always. and I feel like in that area, the you know a lot of brands have done a pretty good job. Fellas, I'm trying to look out for you. Kaylin is giving you keys right now. Make yeah. sure you take advantage of this and get your style right. Okay, um, why you can? You know what I'm saying? If you in the hunt trying to get a woman, you know what I'm saying? I was about to say summertime but, is coming, honey. Slim, you got to look good. <laughs> like the stuff she gave me in the fall. Okay, it's stuff that I'm using. <laughs> Right now, and stuff that I'm getting ready to uh, use for the summertime. Like, my summertime is about to be lit. Last That's summer so is not about to be the same, like, as far as it looks. Like, that I'm, is so great. I'm definitely, I'm so like, proud of you. Yo, I'm just out here, man. And I, because <laughs> I do so much, like, I'm very visible. Like, I realize mm-hmm. this. Like, uh, even at the game the other day, uh, you saw I was at DC SSA Championship joint. Uh-huh. Uh, shout out to Seawell Friends and a big shot in overtime um, to win that game. But, like, hey. I... I realized how many pictures that I was in, like just in the arena. Like some uh-huh. of my, my photo buddies were sending me stuff like, oh, D, I got you in another picture. I was like, Slim, mm-hmm. I'm out here looking rough, looking like somebody daddy. <laughs> Go on, son. Good job, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, man. And then also, like, with, with style and fashion, like, it's about branding, Slim. Like, I got brands. Like, mm-hmm. even my brands. Like, I need to have on more regular Convos t shirts. I need to have on more yeah. Lose Radio t shirts. Like, stuff that. Help you get out there because like now i'm quick like i'll buy of course you know designer stuff or whatever but i'll be quick to buy a t-shirt a random t-shirt to yeah. support somebody like if you got a t-shirt yeah. line out like i'll buy it because like i'm ending like graphic tees and stuff like that yeah so i'll buy them like just to support so it's like you gotta worry about your brand you gotta be looking good like something because it's, it's about man you visible you know what i mean yep yep and i love that so look we're gonna we're gonna transition into something that's near and dear to both our hearts music like we talked about mm-hmm. earlier i want to talk about uh one specific scenario but i'm gonna wait on that i kind of want to pick your brain about some music right now okay i need you to tell me your favorite song of like all time like you can give of me like two or, you can give me like two or three because i know i have a couple you know oh, what i'm saying God. but you can give me like a few because i'm curious okay okay wow um I threw you for a loop so, there because that was not on the rundown. You did. And I'm like, I was prepared. Right. I got all my stuff said whatever. <laughs> no, you can't do that to me. Um, shoot. Okay, so the first song that I think of immediately, mm-hmm. and I'm trying not to cheat and like go through my little Spotify joint. I, I got you. But um, don't cheat. I'm looking right at you. I know. Okay. I'm looking dead um, at you now. <laughs> Sorry, but, now you can cheat if um, okay, you need so, to. Okay, cool. So the first song I I'm, I immediately thought of is a song by Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. And it's called Let It Burn. It's from, which like album that was that? Reality Show? Yeah. I think it was the album. Um, I love that song. I always said that when I get married, that's going to be like our song. Oh, yeah? Right? Yes, it's going to be our song. And um, yeah, so whoever he is, just know that's our song, okay? You heard that, y'all. Um, <laughs> if you, you want to get it close to a heart. 
Just uh, send. You better learn the words, honey. Just get "Let It Burn" popping for you, all right? Okay, shoot. Um, let me think. What else? While I give you, while while I let while you take a look, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. For me, it's it's gotta be like Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. Doves Cry. I'm sorry, not Doves. <gasps> when Doves Cry is my song. Doves Cry and um, Purple Rain. Like those are my two okay. my two favorite joints from Prince. And I think okay. more so even with that, like. I think the movie Purple Rain kind of helped that because, like, it, I would, it did. I would see Purple Rain on VH1 all the time, mm-hmm. and I was just, and then uh, the music quality is just so good. Like Prince is yeah. an amazing musician, but like the music quality is so good. So like, yeah, that like that whole vibe right there is is one and two for me. Okay, um, all right. I think I got okay. I got a couple more. Okay, what you got? I don't know how I could forget this, but. If anybody knows me or has been around me out anywhere, yeah, um, and this song has come on, they know that I go bananas. And like all <laughs> of my friends are probably gonna be listening to it like, oh girl, we know, oh girl. <laughs> but one of my other favorite songs of all time, I don't care what anybody says, is Upgrade You by Beyonce and Jay-Z. Hey, that's my a dope, favorite, that's a dope tune. Yo, like I go crazy for that song. Um, dang, now I'm on a roll. Okay, so we got Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan. We got Beyonce. Um, I love Money Trees. That's me. By, um, I know. I'm like, Lord. Um, <laughs> I got <laughs> Money Trees. I love, um, and that's Kendrick. by Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Um, Yo, that, hold on. I'm Let me awesome. stop you real quick. Uh-huh. I happened to go back and listen to that album like two weeks ago because I hadn't listened mm-hmm. to it in a while. Yo, that album was a smash from like front listen, to back. Listen, when I tell you that joint, and people like swear up and down that To Pimp a Butterfly is better, but no, I think Good Kid Mad City is way better to me than that. Like way better. That, um, that thing, like for, cause for real, like it told a story. And like that's what I'm yeah. about is storytelling. Yes, so it told a story exactly. from front to back and like that whole thing was a vibe for real, for real. Yep, it was amazing. Um, and then so it's that I try to throw in like some. Um, I'm trying to think what other Jay Z joint I like because I love Jay Z. Okay, hold on, um, hold on. So I got uh-huh. I got a Jay Z question for you. So I think I I think I tweeted okay. this like a week or two ago. So uh-huh. where does feeling it rank on your top list of Jay Z songs? Wow. And it, I don't even know if I have like a list. Cause I'll give you my answer. I don't even know. I don't ah, that it's a class it's the classic for sure. Um I don't even know if I really have like a list. Like I feel like all the songs that I like are more of the radio yeah. hits. Like you know what I'm saying? Unless it was I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they are. Um, but I feel like those are classic too. But feeling it is amazing. I feel like the sample is dope. Was that who produced that? Is that Kanye? Um, no, that's Kanye. not Kanye. That, I think that I want to say that was. I'm gonna look it up because I want to be correct on. That. I was about to say, I don't know, but um, but yeah, all I mean, all of his stuff to me is amazing. I think, um, definitely 99 problems. Obviously, no. Okay, so one of my favorite albums of Jay Z's really was a collab album. Mm-hmm. But I think this is because like my dad used to play this all the time, and it was when. He did the mashup with Linkin Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that? That was a dope album. Like, that wasn't even, like, you know, just him rapping. It was more about the concept and the musicality and, like, all of that. Like, I I love stuff like that. It was produced by Ski Beats. Okay. Ski. Okay. Okay. And that Um, that song was just dope, by the way. But, yeah, yo, that album was, you know what? See, that's the thing with, like, Jay-Z. Like, I feel like people now that's really on Jay-Z, like, just forget that he had, like, a whole smash of albums mm-hmm. before, like, him and Beyonce started doing stuff. Yep. Like, yep. people forget that the dude had, like, hits upon hits, you know, Blueprints, yep. you know, Black Album, uh, yep. you know, the the uh, Reasonable Doubt joint on there, uh, Streets is yep. Watching album, like, Slim, like, the dude had albums, and I think yeah. people starting to forget about those joints. Cause I did. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, his catalog is crazy. Um. Yeah. I just think about I because the ones that I I consider some of my favorites are just the ones again that bring back that feeling of like nostalgia with my yeah. childhood and stuff like that. And I think about like Hard Knock Life, which is probably not one of you know what I mean the ones that people would 
consider as being that like, joint was a smash this, though. Right, like it's it's so much more to me than I mean. Of course, like lyrics are important, so I'm yeah. sure that because I'm on a hip hop podcast, so I'm sure <laughs> my co-host would have been like, "What are you talking about?" and try to argue me up and down about right. it. But I'm grateful <laughs> for the freedom to speak my mind. Right. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just loved that one. I love song cry. Um, oh man, like just it's just I don't know. He's just dope. But um, dang, who else? Oh, I can't. So just going back to like my favorite songs, okay. I can't neglect one of my favorite artists ever, like ever of all time, and that is Stevie Wonder. Nice I indeed. love Stevie Wonder. Any any song that he puts out, I love. Um, but one of my favorites um, that he has uh, is, of course, like Overjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Sir Duke. Yes. I love um, Master Blaster Jam and it's one of my favorites. I love Rocket Love. Rocket Love yeah. is amazing. Like, he's just dope. And I just, he's one of those people, like, you know how on Twitter they talk about, like, the elderly people that, like, we need to protect? Yeah. Like, he is one of those people, like, y'all better protect Stevie Wonder. At all costs, Slim. Listen, at all costs. Because that's one of the people, like, you know how when, when, like Prince died and um, like Aretha Franklin, everybody was like tore up about it. Like, yes, I'm so sad that they passed away. Like yes. all of that. But if Stevie and when Stevie goes, y'all gonna have to peel me up off the floor. Like you gonna think that's your uncle a, for real, for real. Listen, like for real. Um, and then of course my friends are going to make fun of me for this as well. Uh-oh. But um, one of my other favorite artists at the moment, um, to me sounds like a new age Stevie Wonder, and that's PJ Morton. PJ a beast, man. Oh my gosh, I cannot. PJ, PJ Morton is incredible. Um, I have to shout out um, another artist by the name of Brick Liam. His birthday is actually yeah. today. Oh, shout you out. You know Brick? Yeah, I, I heard of him. And I seen, oh. I seen your post you was posting on him. Oh, he's amazing. Awesome. He's like, to me, the male version of Brandy. Mm. Like just and the people way don't give Brandy like, enough credit too, yeah, because Brandy can blow. Um, they took that one poor thing. They took that, that little... Um, car accident thing and ran with it. I hate Twitter for that. Like, let that girl live. Twitter will living. drag you. Like, listen, and I don't even use that term. Does. Like, Twitter will drag you. Like, yes, yeah. but, but yeah, so that's, those are the ones I love the most. I'm sure I'm neglecting a bunch of them because I love me some ratchets. I love, um, <laughs> <laughs> I love Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Hey, Ty, um, you know what? Ty Dolla Sign is a beast because like he gets yeah. put in this category but he's really not that. Like his songs are really melodic, and his stuff is like yes. his stuff got yes. a chill vibe. And then like he just like finds a way to make it sound good. It gives you that. It gives you that little R and B feel. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And if you put him on any hook, he's killing the song. He's even said that. Like to me, he goes in the same book as like when it comes to like killing hooks. Yeah. As um, a T Pain, mm-hmm. as a Chris Brown, as a Jeremiah as a dream like they kill hooks like you got a good song Usher. you got a good song yeah. but when you put them on there like it take it to another level it's single worthy you know a what whole another level yeah and they're individual artists of course as well but yeah. like they they kill it they kill it Slip. i gotta shout out usher too okay that's my last one shout out to usher. but usher is amazing usher usher's is confessions beast. album hands down is amazing Throwback featuring Jada Kiss is the best Usher song ever besides Confessions. Okay, I'm yep. done. Nah, but you know what? It's it's funny because <laughs> like that just take me back to a whole time. And those those albums, like from like 2002 to like 2004, are like yes. iconic to me because I was in high school. That's when I first started driving. So uh-huh. I used to have all them joints in the car. You yep. know what I'm saying? Just vibing to it. Like. That whole Usher album, the whole Black album by Jay Z, like those joints just resonate in my brain. I think yep. that attaches yep. like all your memories to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't music sound so much better in the car? Oh my god! You know why though? It's because why? It's, it's it's surround sound and it's enclosed. Oh sound. yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't even think about that. So you yeah. can hear like that's the test. Like even after I leave the studio, like yeah, you hear it in the studio. But the true test is in the car because the car yeah. it comes with a couple of different things. In the car, yeah, you got to be able to feel the vibe. Like it's got to be something yep. like, especially if it's a song you can ride to. He's like, how do yep. I feel when I'm listening to this? You know, is it chill? Um, yep. And then you can get this. You can hear all the highs and lows. You can hear the backgrounds. You can hear. Yep. That's how you can tell the song is mixed it's really well. So good. It's the, so good. Which 
uh, shameless plug to you. <laughs> uh, new sound, different vibe. Like, that joint is crazy. Hey, hey you crazy. know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate no that. No problem. Perfect ride out. Perfect, perfect ride to shoot anywhere. Man. Like, that's, it's a, it's a vibe. You I know what? It. I done got a lot of great feedback from the album. Good. And, like, it's good. Like, you know how you say, like, you had that one, like, that one thing that you do, whether it's in, at your job, like, that one project that you take on at your job that sets you apart from mm-hmm. others, or mm-hmm. um, just anything, that one thing can set you apart. And I feel like that project really kind of, like, put me out there to a different audience, you know what I'm saying, and really, like, kind of, like, because a lot of people ain't even know I did music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. like, oh, you do music? I'm like, yeah, you know, I do a little something. So mm-hmm. it kind of put me out there like that. And then I think the if you listen to previous albums, you can hear a big difference. Yeah. Um, all written by me. I wrote ninety six percent of the of the project. That's so, like, so amazing. It's all written by me and it's uh, executive produced by my man J Rob on the track, who's a dope producer. He's a beast. Um, speaking of dope songs, Unfinished Business comes out on Friday. Dropping Come on. It's another single. Uh, unfinished business is probably the song that you you uh you're gonna hear on this uh outro. You know what I'm saying? Just to set the tone. I love it. But uh, unfinished. Which you business. let me hear it, and I love it. Side note. You know, cause Thanks. I trust your opinion. You know what I'm saying? So yes, you get the exclusive. Great. You know what I mean? So yeah, I appreciate, appreciate that. It. Yeah. But um, you know that's a good music combo. You know I can talk about music for days. I think I'm gonna save. Listen, I'm gonna put a pin in that, and I'm gonna talk about something else that is music related. But um. It's kind of not maybe serious, and I don't want to make light of this, but I have to almost to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I got to talk about this R. Kelly thing. Um, oh gosh, the interview he had with Gail. Uh, I think that was only what the first part. So I think so, yeah, because he's today. She still got to talk to the the girls too. Slim. Which, so overall, and we'll get dig a little deeper into it. But like, tell me, how do you even feel about this whole situation? Like. And and more so, I guess maybe the after effects of the um, the Journal Lifetime and maybe these interviews and stuff that's mm-hmm. happening with him right now. Mm-hmm. I ooh, so it took me a, a minute to like really even want to watch the um, the Lifetime joint mm-hmm. just because. Um, Woo, it kind of hits close to home okay. for me. Um, just like that whole thing, the whole predatory, like weird, mm-hmm. trifling. I didn't have nothing super crazy happen to me, but yeah, it's just it just hit home and it could it could be very triggering for me. You okay, know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Um, just like getting real candid. But yeah, so I had to like because I'm interested in like the culture and music and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? All those things I used to, um, write for a couple of websites, um, when it came to like music and style and fashion and stuff. So I've always, you know, wanted to stay up on stuff like that. Right. And, um, so I, my, the journalist in me was intrigued by the whole thing, but a part of me too was kind of like, uh, I don't know. But, um, but it was just crazy watching the lifetime, um, like docuseries just because it further proved what kind of what we already knew. Like, I feel like we all knew that it was, that he was nasty. Like yes. we knew it. Um, and there was a, there was a point in time where I feel like we didn't want to believe it. We being us as black people didn't right. want to believe it um, to an extent, because I think we all was kind of like, yeah, that nigga did it. But we kind of just, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we kind of all were still stepping in the name of love. Right. We were all still. Believe, we we all believe in we could fly. Okay. Listen, we was all practicing. <laughs> we was all. Flying, uh, we was all uh, uh, having 12 play. All that. Okay. No, legit. All bumping and grinding yep. and all of that. Um, But yeah, I think this kind of like allowed us to it gave us one of those like duh y'all like you know what i mean like right. okay y'all slap in the face any, exactly if y'all need any more proof boom here you go um i mean i think digging just deeper into the actual um docu the docu series or whatever like i feel like there's so many things that were wrong and um so many people that should have been held accountable. Yeah. Um, it should even still be held accountable. Um, I'm not sure to what extent of the law, or to what extent the law can be pushed mm-hmm. onto those additional people. Um, but 
yeah, it's it's so much more than just him. Like by you not saying anything is saying enough. It's com- you know, it's and it's being complicit. Exactly. And um yeah, it's just it's crazy and I think the interview I don't think I honestly don't think he should have done the interview. Slim, I think I I have not taken no classes in public relations or anything. <laughs> Even I know that that interview was a terrible idea because yeah. it's a you're in a lose-lose situation. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're innocent, if you if you truly are innocent, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, go through court, let your innocence speak for right. itself. But getting up there right. and speaking and then wilding out like he did. Yeah. I mean, somebody said on Twitter today, um they like they showed the picture, the infamous picture of him standing up and then Gail um kind of, you know, just sitting there like yeah. an angry black mother like, "Okay, I'm going to let you finish." <laughs> but once I'm finished, I'm still whipping that tail. Right. Like, you know what just I'm let saying? me know you're done, Robert. Robert. Right, exactly. <laughs> she got him together with his government. But um somebody was saying like, "What does Robert. this picture look like or caption this or what's going on here or something?" Yeah. And somebody was like, a hit dog hollering mm. and that makes so much sense like Ooh. that's really the only reason he's saying anything you know what i mean like he's clearly guilty like i don't know about you but i know like for me there's only two times that or it's a couple of, uh, a few times that i raise my voice and mm. that is either if i'm super passionate about something and i know that i'm right i'm super passionate and this was more so when i was a kid I wanted to get out of something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to, no, I really didn't look at being extra. (laughs) Or now I'm turning up somewhere. Like, that's the only time I'm going to be loud, you know? But, um, and I think he was that. It was, he was that person where he was trying to, um, I guess, distract and deflect from, um, his guilt. You know what I mean? And he was operating in that. And I felt like during the entire conversation, he was cutting Gail off. Gail could barely get a word in edgewise. Um, one thing my mom and I were laughing at was, I don't know if you noticed it, but it was a point in time when he was when she asked him if he liked younger women or something. And he would like do these things with his hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, well, I like, young, well, some women like older men Yo. and older women. Like just all this extra <laughs> stuff. But she was petty. Because what she did, she did the same thing. She was like, so what I'm asking you is do you <laughs> like younger women? I said, yes, Gail, you better. But even that was a distraction. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's all those little things. And um, the tears were crocodile tears. We don't want to see it. We want you to go to jail. We want you to go to jail. Goodbye. Period. Like, just done. <laughs> right. <laughs> to jail. Right. You're going to jail. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Like, I just, okay. it's just, it's wild to me because, like, now I'm curious. So, I had a debate with somebody, and I don't think I mentioned this to you, but I had a debate mm-hmm. with somebody um, that asked that asked me, like, how can, like, how do I feel about Cosby? And, like, okay. we're consuming his products versus R. Mm-hmm. Kelly products. I mm-hmm. said, I still can consume Bill Cosby products. Like, I can still uh-huh. watch the Cosby show because mm-hmm. the Cosby show is only so much of Bill. It's really the other characters. And yeah. I'm not weirded out watching the Cosby show. Yeah. Like, regardless of what what he has done and got convicted for, like, I can still watch the show and not get an undertone of nastiness. Yeah. I can't listen to an R. Kelly song without feeling some type of way or thinking that those lyrics um, were about somebody, you know, was, was, was uh, what's the word? I'm about for? a minor. Exactly, essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and that doesn't... Um, that doesn't clear bill of what he did. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just like, I can't even fathom like supporting somebody who did that type of stuff to a child. And yeah. then everything I listen to because I'm a writer. So like, yeah. I'm telling you, if, if people, if y'all want a glimpse inside of like how I write, like come, if I can get you to come to the studio, like come to the studio, my, everything I write is a metaphor. Yeah. And there's double and triple entendres that means something that that only somebody can get. Like, yeah. on the surface, you may hear it, but I'm talking about something else. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, even if he is doing that, I hear the blatant stuff. You know what I right. mean? Like, AJ number the number has to be the most blatant. Like, and, R- and mind you guys, R. Kelly is a Grammy Award winning writer. He wrote yeah. 90% of the stuff that he sang. 
So yeah. all this stuff is coming straight from his brain, uh, straight from his actions, uh, stuff that he did. So when I hear right. AJ number but a number, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. come on, Slim. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only think about what was going on with the Aaliyah situation at the time. Right. And I think what makes that song more specifically even more disgusting is the fact that not only did he write it um, about clearly about, um, you know, an underage you know, from a young, an underage perspective, but he literally like had that girl singing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he wrote it for someone like, it'd be different if uh, I don't, I mean, granted it wouldn't have been different. Like it doesn't matter who was singing it. Right. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like it just, it made it even worse to have her singing that song. And she was what, like 14, 15. Like it's just, it's crazy and it's ridiculous. And the, the thing that I, I think that I connect, well, not really connect with, but that resonates with me the most is the amount of manipulation that has um, come from him Mm -hmm. um, in many different ways. And I feel like just even going back to the interview, like even that, like the entire time he was attempting to manipulate Gail's thoughts and her opinions and her emotions um, by him him crying although it was a fail and we knew like you know what I mean we, we can read in between the lines mm-hmm. of what you're trying to do those tears were an attempt to get some sort of sympathy and we have zero sympathy for you you know what I'm saying like and then for you to just blatantly lie like there's so many um there's so much evidence that proves your guilt that is like withheld like we have it it's tangible you know what I'm saying and for you to think that you are this invincible, I can say anything, I can talk myself out of, you know, this whole, no, no, like, you have dug this hole deep enough for yourself. I think if he would have, I mean, I think he's already written a statement or talked about whatever. Mm-hmm. He should have just had his publicist write him an additional statement um, about his recent release from jail or whatever and sat down somewhere. Slim, if I was his dude, I'd be like, look, <clears throat> In regards to the recent time spent in jail, right. we're going to work with our legal team to fight it the best way that we can. Boom. And you won't hear from me until it's time to go to court. Like, boom. Quiet, being quiet is like, it's, it's, it's that old adage, like the loudest person in the room yeah. is, well, I don't know, I forget how it goes, but the loudest person in the room is usually the, the weakest in the room. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, he doing all that, bringing more attention to himself. You right. opening the door for, you know, additional criticism and you're not at this point, you got to put yourself in the best light possible. Right. And he's not doing that. And he's also trying to manipulate us and he is manipulating adults. He got somebody to bail him out. Like slim, like who's this random lady that. Right. Right. And he's continuing to incriminate himself. Um, when he said, um, the thing about him not locking the girls up and da 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 and keeping them, and they can't talk to their families unless they need to get their shoes from their uncle from down the street. Wait, 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 wait. We can't say nothing about nobody's uncle. Right. What are you ta- like? What are you talking about? Clearly, someone had that exact thing happen. It like, because why else would you even bring that up? That's so specific. It's such a specific quote unquote scenario. That could potentially, you know what I'm saying? No, bro. I think, like, I think no. what he's banking on is that the stuff sounds so egregious and far fetched that there's no way he could be lying. Like that's but what. Here's I, the thing. Here's the secret, and I'm gonna whisper. Okay, tell me, tell me. We know that it's a lie because your music <laughs> says it. You dummy. It was the blueprint. Yes. <laughs> like your music. Like your. If if nothing else told on you, your music does. You dummy. Like, you big shut dummy. up. And then them poor girls. Well, I don't know. I don't even. They're poor girls because they were manipulated, right? right. But at the same time, and they were brainwashed, yes. Um, and their parents um, did, did them a disservice. Oh, I, I agree. Believe. I agree. Um, to the utmost, they did them a disservice. And um, I, I don't understand why a parent would deem it okay to, I don't care if my child can sing or not. Like, I don't care. I'm not sending them up on stage knowing the content 
that this man sings about. I'm not going to send my child on stage. Are you dumb? Like, are you dumb? In my Remy Ma voice, are you dumb? <laughs> it makes, like, it really makes absolutely no sense. And um, I, again, think that they need to um, be, I don't know, some sort of something reprimanded a, a I fine. Think, I think some of the statute of limitations may be gone. Like, some of uh, them. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, it definitely sucks. But it's just like somebody has to be held accountable. Like once everything, once everything is public record, and and when the funk hit the fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I definitely think like somebody got to be held accountable. Yeah. I, did you notice? Okay, so this is one thing that I was talking to my friends about too. Okay. Is just um, in terms of, I mean, and this I thought was really eerie, but it makes a lot of sense. So. In the interview, you saw him crying and him fussing and him saying that people want money from him. They're trying to take advantage of him and he's a victim and da 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 whatever. He didn't really say victim, but it was clear that right. that's what, you know, he was portraying himself to be the victim. And everybody around him wants to fail, wants him to fail or whatever. But I thought it was really funny how um, in a later clip they showed the fact that they're going to end up interviewing the girls. Mm -hmm. And one of the girls was crying and hysterical and loud about they just want money from him. They just want this. They just want that. And from what I understand from watching a whole bunch of crime shows and <laughs> SVU and all of that stuff. Yeah, forensic Files, like, First 48. Right. All exactly. Movies. Like there is um, a way that the predator, for lack of a better way to put it, um, is able to manipulate those that he is preying upon and mm -hmm. he has, you know, kind of brought into his circle or whatever. And to me, I just thought it was really funny that his point of view and his perspective on everything, even his mannerisms, the yelling, the, the crying was very similar to that of one of the girls screaming, crying, doing all that extra. And even the context or the content in which they were yelling about was the exact same. I feel like it's clear that he manipulated that conversation. It felt really rehearsed. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that he prepared them for that conversation. And, you know, if you get emotional, it's fine. Just do it. Cause you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's what he <laughs> right. said, but it's kind of one of those things where it's clear that, um, you know, that there was some manipulation that could have potentially been, been happening. And it's, it's really, really, really sad. It's, it's a sad situation. It's terrible. And yeah. I guess we're going to see how it all plays out. We have and to. I'm sure once it does, we'll have Caitlin back on to talk about it and chop up with some more music stuff. Cause I really had, yes. I, we could literally do like a series of podcasts of just music. Yes. I think I low key want to do that. I think yeah. I and Dude. when y'all talk about R&B, I need to come on y'all show. Okay. Like, okay. I need to do that. Cross promote. I need to do that. Yes, so we come, will. Come we'll make that happen. All right, guys. This was another regular convo with the lovely, the wonderful, the talented Miss um, Caitlin Alfred. Make sure y'all do me a favor. Go to www.caitlinalfred.com and Yay. check the website out. Caitlin, you got anything else before we get up out of here? Um, wow. What's you got an event on? coming up too. I do. Yes, you do. I'm looking at oh, it right I now. Oh, I do. Oh, crap. See, yes, you're I so do. busy. You don't even know what's going on, Slim. I do. I do. <laughs> I have a creative. I do. I'm like, I do. Right. Yes. But this is, okay, so May the 5th. Okay. Um, It is um an event called um Create Your Style. It's a workshop for entrepreneurs. We have a makeup artist there. Um, myself will be kind of talking about styling. And then one of my really good friends, um, Ashley Hardy, she'll kind of be talking about branding yourself and, um, you know, just, just building yourself as an entrepreneur and stuff like that. So that is May the 5th. I have information about the tickets and stuff like that on my Instagram page. Um, if you go to like the little link mm -hmm. tree thing in my bio, or whatever, you can get tickets. Early bird tickets are on sale throughout the entire month of March, and they're thirty-five bucks. I would love to see you there. Absolutely. And um, yeah, other than that, I'm just you know working and living. You know, just grinding. Make sure y'all do me a favor <laughs> and hit up sincerely C Danny. That's yes. S I N. Uh huh. Let me make sure. Hold on, let me see. Uh oh, I had it. <laughs> I had it up and it went away. Okay. S I N. Uh huh. See, well, I should know how to spell sincerely, right? <laughs> that, that Prince George's County education. It, you listen. We all had it, though. That's okay. It's you got it. S I N. Uh huh. C E R. Uh huh. E L Y. Yes. C. 
As in cats. Yes. Yeah. D-A-N-I. Bless God. Yeah. Make sure y'all go to <laughs> Sincerely see Danny on all social media websites. Hit up Caitlin. Caitlin, I'm so glad you were here on this regular combo. I am too. We had a great time. This wine is gone. So I know this conversation was off the rails. Editing this should be fun. So Yay. It wasn't too bad. But I hope I hope I talked about something good. You did. Um, your, your follow account might go up. Hey, it's lit. Y'all follow me. Like, <laughs> How you gonna be like, professional nah. the whole time? Then, I yeah, follow me. Right. It's lit. Like nah. All right. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us on regular convos. Uh, make sure y'all check out all the all the episodes. They are archived everywhere that you can archive. Make sure you like, subscribe, share with a friend, and leave a five-star review, because that's what we need to keep it going. Yes, indeed. Regular Convos, it's your man DH and Caitlin. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. Be beautiful. Later.